I'm Jackie Garner, and you're listening to Episode 15 of the Pastor's Wives Podcast. Hey there, Pastor's Wives. So what do you think about this, this Monday podcast instead of a Thursday? I'm not really sure what made me think. I could do a Thursday podcast, but when I had the original idea, I was not working as a virtual assistant for another church, as well as doing the, well, I was doing the graphics for our own church, but um, everything is due for my church on Thursdays and everything for the other church I work for is due on Wednesdays. So I was having to crunch it all together and then try to get the podcast done as well. And obviously I could have done the podcast the weekend before and been way ahead of the game, but that seemed to never happen. So I was always pushing the podcast to the side or I would record it late at night where I don't really have any sense at all left because I'm tired and I've been working all day. So I finally had this big aha moment that there were no um, podcast police that were going to come get me if I decided to change it up. So Mondays is the new podcast publishing day. I'm pretty excited about that actually because I feel like I have more time to prepare But then I also hope it's going to be like, um, if you listen to it early Monday, it'll be a great encouragement and motivator for the week, not just for you, but for me as well, because I motivate my own self when I'm preparing these and when I I start recording. So anyway, I get focused when I do these podcasts. So I hope that it will kind of being on Mondays, it'll help you be focused and uh, get you started for the week. So speaking of being prepared. The title of this episode is The Productive Pastor's Wife, Part 1. Productivity is one of my favorite topics in the whole, whole world. I absolutely love planning. I love casting vision to myself. And then I read everything I can about productivity and goals and getting things done. I listen to podcasts. I read blogs that are uh, about productivity. I love it. Now, I created a survey a while back and... Um, some of you filled it out. Thank you so much. It is so helpful to see um, your answers and the way you've responded. But I have to say, I was really um, shocked by one of the the responses that you gave. There's a question to ask what you're struggling with, and there's multiple things that you can check. You can check as many as you want to check. But the number one struggle so far on the survey is time management. And I was really shocked by that response. I don't don't even know why I put that in there, probably just because I love time management and productivity. But apparently 87% of pastor's wives that answered the survey, they've listed time management as one of the things with which they struggle. So I thought I'd do a series on productivity and time management because I love this topic and it's a need in our pastor's wife community here. So I'm pretty excited about it, but I want you to know something right from the beginning. I am an absolutely amazing planner. I can't lie about that. I love to plan. I love to um, do project management. Here's the thing though. My follow through stinks a lot of the time. more It stinks more than it doesn't stink. So I love to plan, but I don't always follow through with my plans. Um, so I drive my own self crazy because I know the things that I want to do. I have that vision in front of me. And then I am great at making excuses and procrastinating. So we'll hit that in another episode. Um, but so I'm speaking from knowledge and not 
100% experience. Well, I am speaking from experience because I've I've learned a lot of things that don't work for me. So, I mean, even while I have a lot of books on the subject and, and I, um, I carry a planner everywhere I go, it's sitting right here on the desk with me right now. I love my planner. Um, but that does not change the fact that right now my den is a absolute complete and total mess. I have tasks on my to-do list that have been there for more than a few days or weeks or whatever. And I need to clean out my ref- my refrigerator right now in my freezer because it's um, overwhelming. And tomorrow's trash day because I'm recording this on Sunday. Um, I really need to be cleaning out my refrigerator and stuff. And I procrastinated in sending my son's birthday card this last week. Um, so he's not going to get it until quite a few days past his birthday because his birthday was Friday. So, <clears throat> Anyway, I guess I'm preaching to myself a little bit as I'm doing this podcast. So we are on a journey together, and I'm going to share my thoughts. I'd love to hear yours. Uh, you can share your your struggles and your tips and your triumphs uh, when it comes to productivity and time management. You can always email me at feedback at thepastorswivespodcast.com, or you can leave a comment on the show notes post, which you can find at thepastorswivespodcast.com slash episode 15. Okay, so let's dive into this topic today. This is part one. It's going to be multiple, multiple parts. So in the book, Don't Waste Your Life, John Piper says this, aimless, unproductive Christians contradict the creative per... Oh boy. Okay, in the book, it's because I had to change the, the pages. Okay, so let me try this again. In the book, Don't Waste Your Life, John Piper said this, Aimless, unproductive Christians contradict the creative, purposeful, powerful, merciful God we love. I'm going to say that one more time. Aimless, unproductive Christians contradict the creative, purposeful, powerful, merciful God we love. Productivity does matter. It's not just something for business people. It's for everyone. And don't just take John Piper's word for it. The word is full of verses that back that up. So this episode is not going to be particularly practical today. We're going to get more into the practical steps and tips next time. But today I want to start with a passage in the Gospel of John that I was reading last week, not related to productivity, Um, when I was reading it, but for the first time, I read it through the filter of productivity. Something just clicked in me. So I'm going to read this John 15 from the Amplified Version because I really like how how richly it words these verses. And there is so much truth in these verses. So as we apply it to to productivity, I'm believing that you will see it with fresh eyes and hear this passage, which you've probably heard many times. I I, I believe you're going to hear it like you've never heard it before as you're thinking about productivity and time management. So John 15, verse 1, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings of which I have discussed with you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you. Bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith. Unless you remain in me, 
I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. Those are verses 1 through 5. And we're going to kind of go step by step through these verses um, with some thoughts about productivity. So you notice in the first verse um, that it's it's dealing with identity, which is something we talked about last week and something that I've mentioned before that I'm passionate about identity. And in this five verses, you are, uh, learn about the identity of Jesus, the identity of the Father, and the identity of you. Jesus is the vine and the Father is a vine dresser. That's the person who cultivates the vine. He's the gardener, the one who cares for the vineyard. He's in charge of the whole thing. And so then there's Jesus, the vine, the absolute main feature of the garden, the whole reason that we're here. And then in verse 5, Jesus shows us who we are. We are the branches. Branches are an extension of the vine. And that's who we are. So our identity and our purpose is wrapped up in this passage we're part of this family, and we have a purpose to produce fruit. That's the first principle to becoming a productive pastor's wife, knowing who you are and who God is. Because when you understand who you are, you're free from the stress of trying to do everything on your own. You're free from the expectations of others. You're free to live as God's called you to live. That's why identity is so, so important. That's one of the reasons. There are so many. But when we know our identity, we live out that identity and then we're doing the things that God has called us to do not the things that the world around us has is expecting us to do or our church members are expecting us to do or even the expectations we put on ourselves and I know you've heard me talk about this before if you've listened to the podcast but I just want to reiterate that so number one step to being productive is know who you are know who God is and know who Jesus is and each of their roles and then that's how you begin to become a productive pastor's wife all right, principle number two um, is about your purpose. As believers, not just pastors' wives, but as believers, God expects us to bear fruit. And verse two is really clear about what's happening to non-bearing branches. They get cut off. Yikes. That's, that sounds really harsh, doesn't it? But I don't want you to panic because just the fact that you're listening to this podcast tells me that you're producing something or that you're about to produce something. Because remember this, fruit has seasons and just because it's winter right now where i live in tennessee it we're coming out of winter we've actually we've hardly had a winter this year it's been very strange no snow not i mean it's kind of chilly right now but it's not been super cold it's been a really strange winter i'm really disappointed about the fact that we have any snow but that's for another time but right now we have some fruit trees in our backyard we have a couple pear trees a couple apple trees there's no fruit on those trees um but just because there's no fruit visible on those trees right now, it doesn't mean that nothing is happening because this is a season and that season is part of the process. So if we were good gardeners, which we actually know nothing about um, gardening, my husband and I do not really know anything at all about gardening. We're doing really well just to keep our grass alive. But in the winter season, um, whatever this happens to be, you might not not be literally a winter season for you, but what? But if you're in a winter type season in your life, this is when the pruning is supposed to happen. Um, in fact, our fruit trees haven't been pruned in a long time, so the fruit is kind of it doesn't taste that great, which is a good thing because the the, the branches have not been pruned, and so 
um, the, the, as the tree has gotten taller and taller, we can't even reach the fruit anymore um, because of the trees growing and it hasn't been pruned to keep it growing. It's just, it's all over the place. So the winter season is when that pruning is supposed to happen. And this is when the gardener's actively working to cultivate the next season of growth and then ultimately to, to increase that fruit production and to, to ensure that a quality fruit production is going to happen when it is that time for the fruit to, to, to bear, for the tree to bear fruit. So when we submit to, not that my apple trees are out there waiting to submit to me, but when we submit as a branch to the gardener and we embrace the season that we're in, that's when we're able to live out the purpose in our lives. Pruning is hard. Pruning is not comfortable. Pruning stinks. But pruning allows those things that aren't a part of our true identity to be totally removed. Uh, Pruning causes those things that are hindering us from our purpose to be taken away. Now, it, and it is prune, it's pruneful. It's painful as we let go of the things that are, are dear to us, things that, that we, we like, things that are a part of our life. But as we let those things go, there's, there's freedom there. And then we become able to fully produce the fruit that God called us to do. Because there's always going to be good things in your life. And there's always going to be better things in your life um, that... God wants you to have, but there's always the best thing, the best, best thing that God wants you to have. And that's what pruning does. It allows us to eliminate the bad, even the good and the better so that we can experience the best. And there's just so much freedom in that because we're not like my apple trees right now out there. They are very weighed down with unnecessary weight that they, that if, if we were good gardeners, they wouldn't be carrying that weight. So the same thing with us. We are no longer weighed down by an unnecessary weight that we were never meant to carry in the first place. And that's what makes the production of good fruit possible. All right, so third third principle in verse three. Uh, the third principle to coming a productive pastor's wife is to know that God's provided everything we need to function in our purpose. And it's found in his word. Verse three says that the word cleanses us. It's already prepared us. The words that Jesus has spoken, the words that we've been given in, in the word are those things that, um, that, are, that are cleansing us and they work to prune us. And it's happening, it's happening constantly because the word is living and alive. It dives right into those deepest places of our inner being and it brings about transformation. It's, it's, it's a truth. The word is truth that's greater than any distraction of the enemy. And our productivity depends on our willingness to let the word be the final word in our lives. Not the voices around us, not the doubt, not the fear, not the people around us that don't have God's best interest for us. It's the word. That's where we get it. The final word comes from the word. So fulfilling our purpose as God planned before time is is possible He's planned it out before time. And it's possible when we live out the words that he's already spoken to us, the words that he's spoken over us, it's part of our spiritual DNA that we acquired when we became children of God. It's already in there, but it's not just in there. It's still working in us so that we can continue to produce better and better fruit. All right, verse four is the fourth principle that reminds us to dwell in him. Remain in me and I'll remain in you. Our very life is found in him. 
to have a life that's completely grafted into his life, that's what he desires. He wants to be a part of every single detail of our life. Not so that he can micromanage us and judge us or shame us, but so that we can be the best and bring glory to him. It's totally a win-win situation. Our productivity is part of that life that he planned. And he partners with us to bring us an abundant life that is purposeful and productive. He's not just sending us out on our own. He's there with us because we are grafted into his, his um, the branch of Jesus, the, the vine, the main place. We're grafted into that. And so he he's not asking us to do it on our own. He's asking us to do it with him. And he provides everything that we need in order to, to produce the fruit that he's called us to produce. So if you are having trouble producing some fruit in your life that you think that you should be producing, take a step back and say, okay, wait, am I trying to do this on my own? Is this maybe not what God called me to do in the first place? Maybe I'm not working in the areas and the giftings that he's called me to. And that's why this is so difficult. It's a tricky place because, of course, sometimes that's the enemy speaking to you. So you have to be um, very much in prayer, very led by the Spirit when it comes to that. But sometimes we find out that um, we are doing something in our own strength that we were never called to do. And that's why it's so difficult. Um, About, I don't know, 18 years ago? No, not that long ago. Maybe 15 years ago, I decided I was going to go back to school. And um, I started classes. I took a full load of online classes. And about four weeks into it, I realized that this was just way too hard. And the reason was is because this wasn't a God thing inspired in me. It was just what I wanted to do. It seemed like a really good idea. And I I really like school. Um, And it was fun to me, except that it wasn't fun because I took on way more than I needed. And I was on top of the things that God had already called me to do. This added to it. So obviously, the more I added, the less effective I was. I wasn't productive in any area of my life and certainly not the area that God had called me to. So I finally ended up dropping all of those classes. And it was really a tough decision. But oh my goodness, the moment that I cut those classes off of my life, I felt like I'd lost 150 pounds. It was an amazing feeling and it, it was a really good lesson for me to learn. So I, and I have to be really careful because like I said, I love productivity. I love getting stuff done. And so I like, I like doing stuff. I mean, to me, a day laying around watching TV, not that I don't have those days. I do sometimes sit and watch Netflix all day, but that is very rare because those days when I go to bed, I feel like, oh, it feels terrible. But days when I get so much stuff done um, that I needed to get done, you know, things around the house or things for the church or whatever I've done, I feel so great because I am productive. I, I just love being productive. So, all right, number five principle is this, apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. Nada. Zip. Zilch. There's not even much that I need to comment about that scripture. Apart from Jesus, you can do nothing. Imagine, I mean, you've, when you cut a flower and put it in a vase, that's the end of it. It's dying immediately uh, as soon as you, you take, cut it from the vine because You've cut it off of its main life source. Jesus is our life source. So when we try to go off on our own, branch out, pun intended, um, we end up dying because that 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 was not that's not the way we're supposed to do things. Because our lives are fully dependent on the life, Jesus. 
without him, nothing else matters. And without him, our greatest efforts, like taking uh, full college classes when you aren't supposed to, our greatest efforts come to nothing. And what a waste of time. Um, what a waste of time when we put our, so much effort into doing things apart from him. But with him, with his life flowing through our veins, we can be productive in every role that he's given us, whatever it is. Matt Perman wrote a great book. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, it's called, I can't remember what it's called. I, My mind just went completely blank. But I'll put the notes, I'll put it in the show notes. So Matt Perman says this, You are satisfied with your day when there is a match between what you value and how you spent your time. You're satisfied with your day when there is a match between what you value and how you spent your time. This is so true. I know this is true because I've experienced the opposite of that way more days than I care to count. But then there are those days, like I was just talking about, when I get so much done, when I spend time on my God-given values and my God-given tasks and God-given roles. Those are the days that I go to bed feeling so full, so satisfied because I have worked in I've matched my values with how I spent my time. And, oh, it's a beautiful marriage. It's absolutely beautiful. Okay, so let's recap really fast. Okay, principle number one. Know who God is, know who Jesus is, and know who you are. Number two. Know that you may be in a season where it doesn't look like you're bearing fruit, but it's probably a season of pruning. Now, if God reveals to you that you are just not bearing fruit because you're not bearing fruit, his grace, his love, his mercy is going to guide you into moving forward and making some progress. Principle number three, we have to know that God is the one that provides everything for us. He's already done that in his word. The word is the final word of our lives. And when we keep his word there and we're surrendered to it, we're going to be more productive pastor's wives and more productive people in general. And the number four, dwell in him. That's where we live. It's not where you vacation. It's not where you go on the weekend. Um, it's not it's it's not your summer house. It's where you live all the time with him because you are part of him. He you are you're together, you're grafted into him. Because that relates to principle number five. Without Jesus, we can do nothing because we will have no life. We'll be dead. Without Jesus, once we cut ourselves off, remove ourselves from the vine, we don't have that life flowing through us and we begin to die. So those are real quick, five kind of principles of time management and productivity. And then we're going to dig in next week um, a little bit deeper and we're going to get a little bit more practical. And I can't wait because even just doing this today, reading through my notes to make this podcast, I am totally motivating my own self um, as I'm preparing this. So check out the show notes. I'll have those five principles written out. I'll have the name of the book that I can't remember right now. And then you can find those show notes at thepastorswivespodcast.com slash episode 15. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much that you have created us and designed us and planned for us to be productive. And God, I thank you that we are satisfied when our God-given values match the way we spend our time. Father, I thank you that you are going to give us clarity, Father, as to what season we're in, whether we're in a season of pruning and a season of where you're working on us so that we can bear fruit and better fruit. 
or whether we're in that beginning season of bearing fruit, wherever we are, God, I just thank you that you're going to help us see exactly where we are in this, that you're going to reveal to us the things that need to be removed from our lives so that we can take a step forward. And Father, I thank you that you have given us everything that we need. I thank you that you've invited us to live with you, to partner with you in all that we do. And Father, I thank you that we keep before us that truth, that apart from you, that we can do nothing. And God, I thank you that you are going to show us those things that we're trying to do on our own, those things that we were never meant to do without you. So God, I just thank you that you are guiding us that you are bringing people into our lives that will speak truth and that will listen when those people speak truth to us. And Father, I thank you especially for your word that guides us in every step we take. So God, I thank you for the pastor's wife out there who has lots of children um, and she feels very unproductive. But God, I thank you that you're reminding her that what she is doing is so, so, so good fruit. That as she is raising these little ones, Father, as they're surrounding her and there's chaos everywhere, of God, I thank you that she sees the productivity that's happening. She sees the fruit that she's bearing in these children. And God, I thank you for every other pastor's wife in every other season. God, I thank you that we can bear fruit in whatever uh, a role that you've placed us in and in what, however old we are, however many children we have or don't have, what, however size of our church, whatever size it is, God, I thank you that there's fruit to be born. And God, I just thank you that you are revealing our purpose more clearly every day. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, don't forget to check out the show notes. And then have you subscribed in iTunes yet? Uh, there's a link on the sidebar of the website, pastorswivespodcast.com, and it'll take you to iTunes, and you can subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of the podcast. And if you would like to leave a review um, on iTunes, that would be awesome. And then that all kind of helps people find the podcast uh, as there are more reviews. Um, and then if you haven't taken the time to fill out that survey that I was talking about, I'd love for you to do that. It's anonymous. Uh, I won't know who sent it. Um, it's it's your responses help me as I prepare future episodes of the podcast because this podcast episode right here is a direct result of that survey. So you can find that um, at thepastorswivespodcast.com slash survey. And if that is wrong, <laughs> it will be in the show notes because I am recording this in my husband's office at the church and I don't have all my stuff with me. So that's all for this week. I'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, abide in him and allow his life to transform yours. Mm-hmm.